what 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 it's time for a brand new episode of looks crazy journey what what's up y'all it's your boy luke p sanders and i'm back with a brand new episode of luke's crazy journey for episode number three and i'm super excited because today is a regular episode we're gonna have segments and we're gonna have a whole bunch of good stuff okay but i'm gonna jump into today i'm gonna jump into today's topics i can't even get it out because i'm so excited to be back on the mic with y'all but we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of stuff today we're gonna talk about queer and gender equality we're gonna talk about my return to entertainment media what my body means to me and yes child my three-day play okay i was just in the vagina monologues all weekend all last weekend march 6th through 8th at launch indie my first play and my first time performing three days in a row so let's go ahead and talk about that because that was that that's enough to talk about so you know i really have to love y'all because i'm taping this at one in the morning um on tuesday so i really really love y'all i have to give myself a day of uh, a break to you know wind down from the play and all that good stuff we've been rehearsals since what wednesday no 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 excuse me not since wednesday we've been in rehearsal since december so between rehearsals dress rehearsals the show I was like okay yeah your boy need a break so took the day off yesterday but i'm back at one in the morning because i got a whole bunch of stuff to do today but other than that let's talk about the vagina monologues okay so it was my first time actually acting in five years my experience with acting you know i've had auditions you know, i really haven't had small auditions i really i guess went uh pretty hard with the auditions because your boy um my first audition was for acting school and then for a stage play competition that i actually got and then uh, recently, I did a, I had an audition for an, um, an agency, and I actually got a call back, but uh, not saying too much, but they didn't really want to handle the business correctly, so I decided to walk away. Um, but yeah, that was my first time acting in five years. It was my first time performing in three years. Um, I was in two choirs three years ago, and we had our last performances actually in the spring, so almost three years ago exactly um but this is my first ever solo time my my first only time performing alone in a show i've never performed alone in a show ever so they decided to let my first play you know they had your boy close out the whole show all three nights um so yeah no pressure <laughs> but it was a good time you know the vagina monologues is really talking about how women have been affected and how their how their body really has affected them, whether it's been negative or positively. It really talks about how, you know, people can just judge you based off of your body and just off of your gender and just the different things that they experienced. And it was a really good cause because of the fundraiser raising money to stop violence against women and girls. And it went to the proceeds also went to um, mental health services. So I was really elated to be a part of that because I really want everybody's voice to be heard and I want everybody to be able to get the mental health services that they need. So I was elated to be a part of it. I was grateful that they asked me to do it. Um, I was really grateful because they didn't even ask me to audition and um, they actually doubled my part. So um, I was really grateful to be a part of it. Um, I really, really enjoyed the cause and it felt good to be helping with that, you know? So I felt really good about that. I feel like the purpose of me doing it, you know, I feel like it was a good purpose, and I'm glad that I achieved that, and that the play is over. It's bittersweet, but I'm happy that it's over. But I mean, even during the play, you know, I, you know, I'm business minded, so 
I took the opportunity to um, to network. You know, they have vendors there and sponsors there. And I talked to some of the vendors and just some of the people that came. Um, talked to some of the guys that came. I wanted more guys to come, not just because I'm a guy, but I really want guys to hear what women go through. And I also want men to see that how some of the things they do can affect women, um, how it can affect women negatively. And to, for the men who know what's up and who um, are progressive, and who are allies to keep doing what they're doing, to have encouragement to keep doing that, and to tell their other friends, whether they're male, female, whether they're male or female or, or any other gender, to also be allies to women and to get them in check. Um, but I, I was grateful for the men that did come out. A um, couple, couple of them came up to me and told me I did a great job, which is cool. You know, it's always nice getting a compliment, and it's, you know, it's nice to get a compliment from a guy because you know sometimes. You know, some guys give you backhanded compliments like, oh, you did good, but you should have did this. You know, so it can't just never be like good. Like, you did good, bro. Like, you did good. Like, what? Well, you know, so it was cool to have that. I had that this time, you know. You know, you had one person who, you know, was like, who gave you a backhanded compliment, but, you know, I wasn't worried about them. I was like, okay, thank you, I guess, question mark. But I was grateful for the support that I received. And um, I'm re- I, what I really want to say is thank you to the directors, the leaders, to the people who was over it, who really, really advocated for me to do it, who had my back to when it came down to logistics and where um, I would be at, like dressing room and all of that, and making sure that the snacks are right and making sure that um, just talking about clothes and hair and helping me out there and conversations about that. Um, to make sure that I was a part of, even from the, the group messages, to make sure that they said ladies and gentlemen or ladies and Luke, just to make sure that I was a part. Um, they made, they gave me cards. I got merch. Um, so I just really want to thank, thank the, the directors, the, everybody who was over it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making me a part and making sure that I felt part in giving into my part and pushing me and, um, just just treating us equally you know everybody did their best all the directors and leaders did their best to treat me equally i believe and i really want to thank them for that and i want to thank them for oh man it was something i was about to say and i totally lost the thought that's what happens when you take a show at 1 30 in the morning um but i just really wanted to thank them for making sure that i was represented and them going to bat to make sure that i was represented um I just really want to thank them and, you know, even the heartfelt words and messages that they put in my card. They gave us all cards and it was super nice what they gave me. Um, it was something I was totally going to say, but I lost thought. If I come back to the thought, I'll talk about that. But what I was saying was, you know, I took a moment to, to network and talk to some different people. Even didn't even network, just talk to some of the audience members and thank them for coming out and um, thanking the vendors and talking to them and having fun. Some of them had edible loo, some of them had vibrators, some of them had um, accessories and sunglasses. So it was really cool to talk to the vendors. I wish I would have talked to the wine person, but I was like, I don't want to talk to the wine person because uh, I can't drink just yet, legally. Um, and speaking of that, I, um, you know, 2020, I've had a couple sips of something, something, something. <laughs> um, you know, this past weekend, you know, I really, I didn't drink any wine, but I definitely tried some uh, food that contained alcohol. You know, I didn't know popcorn can have alcohol. I didn't know that, um, I didn't even know pudding shots existed. Tried a couple of them things. Um, <laughs> gave me a little bit of liquid courage. 
and I, I didn't know it until the second night, and I, and I didn't have one of those uh, button shots, and I felt all, all of my nerves. I was like, ooh, I'm definitely feeling not having that button shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just being open, and even talking, we went out um, Saturday night, the second night of the show, went out, um, some of them had drinks, and we just chilled and laughed, and we talked about guys, um, guys, and um, talking about finding me somebody, them trying to hook me up, you know, I ain't holding my breath, but I am happy that I'm open to dating, because for so long, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to date, I want to focus on my career, I don't feel like playing no games and all that good stuff, and I'm like, look, Luke, you mature, and you could be mature, like, you could be really mature if you want to, but I'm like, I don't want to be mature all the time, I want to play, and I want to date, and um, I want to be open to a lot of different things, and um, I'm ready to date, because here's the thing, that fear that like oh i don't know how it's gonna go like uh, who's gonna want to date me because of my age who's gonna who's gonna want to date me because of um i've never dated before who's gonna want to date me for all these different reasons all this in your head you're not alone everybody's felt that way at some point so i'm like that's not going away so i'm like okay uh i don't think life is gonna be perfect i don't think there's ever gonna be a moment where i'm like okay this is a perfect time in my life to date like right now i would say i, I wish i had more things together but I, I feel like this is my my most vulnerable that I am right now in my life. So I'm like, fuck it. That's what I've been really doing this year. Like, screw it. Um, texting old people that um, I used to talk to. Kind of. Have I done that? A little bit. Well, at least loved ones that I talk to. Reaching out to them. Um, you know, say we have a conversation. Some of them answered. Some of them didn't. Um, and really just, you know, I like to try my best you know even if that person doesn't answer i know it's not the other person's job to give you the closure that you need or sometimes people won't apologize sometimes you can't even you won't be able to get closure from that person they might not even be here you know on earth so i know that closure is not it doesn't come from somebody else but i like to try to reach out at least to see if we can have a conversation to see how that other person felt to see what i didn't know before you know and sometimes people are open to that and sometimes people aren't and it stings sometimes, but you just got to take the sting and walk away. I mean, that's what I'm doing. But I've just been saying fuck it to a lot of different things, reaching out to different people, flirting with a couple people. Um, and the wine person, speaking of that, I'm sorry. I know I'm just all over the place. The wine person, the vendor, the person who had the wine, I was like, damn, I wish I would have went the second night because she was actually cute. Like, here's the thing. People are like, well, I thought you said that you were bisexual. I am bisexual. There's a whole spectrum. Right now, I'm open to dating guys. I'm not open to dating women right now. I don't want to waste any ladies' time because I know that's not what I want right now. But I still am attracted to women, and I feel like my attraction for men right now is stronger than it is for women. And don't miss your screw because I almost hate saying it because whenever I say that, it's like, oh, well, you're more gay. or it's, No, no boxes, no labels. It's just for me, it's just about who I love and who I'm attracted to. Um, usually, I'm attracted to women more so with vibes, and sometimes how they look, you know, I'm attracted to them. As I get older, I get attracted to them more, and I'm just letting it happen. I, um, as a teenager, I was like, well, I don't want to be attracted to women. I either want to be gay or straight. You know, I, I was putting my own self in the box because that's what so many people around me were doing and what I saw in society, but as I'm getting older, I'm like, just let things happen, you know, and that's what I've been doing. So, you know, as I've been getting older, especially being 20 i'm like there's a lot of cute people and usually people that stand out to me that are attractive that are women usually it's the vibe you know they already look good to me they're already attracted to me but it's the vibe you know what i mean that's what sets you apart 
from everybody else. Everybody else can do all they do, do what they do to make themselves look good, quote unquote. But everybody don't have that vibe. Everybody don't have that connection. Everybody don't have their um, their insides, you know, positive and flowing. And you know what I mean? And the things that you're looking for. So that's what stands out to me with men and women. But talking right now specifically with women. But I was like, damn, I wish I would just went over. I wish I would have went over there to talk. Sometimes I don't even want a number. Sometimes I might, necess- I might not necessarily even want to date. But I just want to be able to have that conversation. Like, oh, okay, I talked to this person. They're cool, you know. I just like to just just go for it, you know what I mean? Like, whether if it's something comes out of it or not, just go there and be in the moment, you know? But I promise you I'm going to get through the vagina monologues, y'all. I know I'm still talking about it, but there's a lot to unpack. I told y'all we've been in rehearsal for um, three months. And the conversation is about to play, or at least, like, the the last, like, conversation to get the play going. They asked me to be a part of the play in November, so it's been a really long process. <laughs> So I'm just telling y'all all about it, but I believe it was really great because, uh, you know what they say, don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing or vice versa. Uh, but I will say that the door is open for me to come back and to, um, play the same role. If I choose to, if all the um, directors and leaders are on board, um, somebody had, a con- somebody had a conversation with me and they definitely said that the door is open for sure. So that's great. So that makes me feel like I didn't do terrible. I don't even feel like I did bad, y'all. But I'm a um, overachiever a lot, and especially as a performer, even though I haven't performed solo, um, I just know to give it all that I have. But I gave the best that I could. It's my first time, so I'm like, look it at your head, look it at your head. You ain't Denzel Washington like you. You have to realize you killed it for your first time, and you killed like. Nobody's bull- you know when somebody bullshitting you. Like I had a lot of people come up to me and say I did great. You know, people in the cast, the directors. So, like Luke, it's okay. You not, you don't suck. You don't always think that you suck. Sometimes we can be our our worst critics. And for me, when I, I feel like I like to be prepared, and sometimes even like knowing your lines or whatever, like I like to be prepared with experience. But I'm like Luke, you're 20. Luke, this is your first play. You have more experience with being a personality and singing. You don't have as much experience with acting. So give yourself. A moment and take that take these compliments you know they're not bullshitting you like it's genuine compliments that you did great um so take those compliments so i'm like okay yeah i believe i did great and i know i was seeing some of the audience members faces they was like i was, I was like okay I'm, I'm pulling them i'm getting them i'm like okay great um <laughs> but um just wrapping up about the weekend um you know so they left the door for me to come back another opportunity for Another opportunity presented itself for me to do another production, possibly. Uh, you know, your boy has to look at the paperwork because some people, because some people don't like to have that straight. But um, but not with them. It's a whole different team of people. Somebody I met there, and then um, somebody I actually ran into. I didn't, I didn't expect to run into um, somebody that I worked with in the past, and somebody who's helped me a lot in um, in, in the entertainment business. And who has given me opportunities that have opened doors for me but it was a business relationship that ended um and it ended on my end because i didn't i wasn't getting everything that i said i would get and the balls were dropped plenty of times and um i really don't have any regrets because you know when people are not open to conversations and hearing the things that you don't like or you want and they just want to cut you off and they just want to tell you what to do and this is what it is okay that's it there's not really much you can really say. So I do not regret cutting off that relationship, um, that business relationship. Um, 
but for sure it was definitely just a little awkward because you ever had a conversation with somebody and, and you know they're talking about you but they like saying people like sometimes i do it and they've been extra general but they like they're looking at you like and not like you know when somebody's like just giving a little jab but they smiling you know but i wasn't really offended because you know it was said like oh well you need to follow through make sure you follow through like i wasn't even i wasn't asking for advice you know i was just having a general conversation I wasn't sure if that was them, so I was, I was like, were you here the whole time? And they were like, yeah, because they had shades on, you know? So I was like, was that you? And they were like, yeah. So I was talking to her, and um, yeah, I wasn't really asking for advice. I was just talking um, and saying how I've been doing and see how she's been doing, you know? But, you know, the whole age thing's co- come into perspective, and people, you know, don't want to look at you like you're equal, and they want to give you... Here's the thing. You can give advice without talking down to somebody you know, um, but I'm not trying to go super deep into that, because that's not what today's episode is about, but it was a little awkward, but I am glad that I saw that person, because something, um, detrimental kind of happened, well, no, it did happen in their personal life, so I was definitely happy to see them in person, because I did reach out to their, um, I reached out to them, but they, they weren't able to get back with me, because what happened, so I reached out to their partner, um, so to, to see how they were doing and they told me how they were doing so it was great to see them and see how they were doing and through that they asked me did I want to come back pretty much they asked me did I want to they asked me to, to to do something else and you know sometimes business relationships they end because of the time you are in your life and the time they are in their life but with this one I don't have any regrets I do wish things were were, were to happen differently but really not even on my part maybe I could have spoke up more Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> Maybe I could have spoke up more. Um, but, I mean, just with certain people, you just kind of know. And um, other people that have worked with them know how they are and experienced some of the same things that I have. And they did speak up and they didn't get the things that they asked for either. But, you know, I take responsibility for not speaking up. I could have spoken up on some different things, even if it didn't happen. Um so that was that. So I mean, I had opportunities from that, and I also did a radio interview with that uh, with the station, and then I did two media interviews there, and then I also um, did a TV appearance with the local news. So a lot of great things have come from the Magina monologues, but I'm just gonna make this episode. I guess I guess we just gonna talk, y'all. I've been missing y'all a bunch. I feel like I haven't talked to y'all like forever in a day. Um, well, we're going to switch topics. We're going to go to the Speedy Entertainment short segments, and we're going to talk about free forms of bold type. So, free forms of bold type touched on the issue of being accepted as bisexual from the queer and straight community with the character Cat. I thought I was looked. I felt like I was looking in a mirror on last week's episode. So, let me pose this question, to y'all: Do you accept bisexual plus humans in your life, and do you feel as though entertainment does? When you think of queer, what do you think of? Do you think of somebody who's gay? Do you think of somebody who's um, lesbian, pansexual? Um, do you remember the B and LGBTQ? Um, that's what I want to ask y'all. She, the character Cat, had kind of had um, a moment, you know, with another queer character on the show, and she was just tired of being put in the box. She's um, she is Caucasian and African American. She's been straight in her life. She's been um, a lesbian in her life. And now she's bisexual. And she was just tired. She was like, first I wasn't white enough. First I wasn't black enough. 
first I wasn't gay enough, then I wasn't straight enough, and I'm like, I feel that, you know, even with the whole, you know, race thing, you know, for me, it wasn't race, but for me, it was colorism, for me, it was, well, you're not black enough, or you're not, you're not light enough, you know, either they're saying that you're too light, you're, you're light bright, or uh, you're yellow, or that you're brown, and you're extra dark, and you're cafe, and there's nothing wrong, you know, my skin color does not define my blackness, you know what I mean, so either way, you know, but I understand that, I also understand um, people being ignorant to queer facts, and that's really what it comes down to, um, there's no more, there's no being more gay, there's no more being, there's no you being more straight, there's just, you could be bi, you could be pan, you could be demi, you could be um, lesbian, you can, there's a, there's a whole spectrum of sexuality, there are heterosexual people that have had um, experiences with the same sex, with the same gender, you know, so there's a whole spectrum, there's straight people who identify as heterosexual that have had experiences and who do continue to have experiences with people from, with people who are the same gender. And I've, I've actually experienced that, and it was a good time. That was actually, if y'all go back to the premiere, the two-part premiere, my first experience, my first ever, so my first ever sexual experience was with the heterosexual male, and he was open. That's what I like. That's, that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about right there. You know, we had a conversation before. It's important to know who the hell you're having sex with. You know, some people, for personal reasons or professional reasons, they might not share their name. Sometimes they might not share their pictures. You can say whether or not you want to do that or not because of your safety. You know, whatever makes you feel safe, do it. But sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes they don't want to share their name. And, you know, but what I respect from him was he was open about his sexuality. And he told me that he um, he likes to be in a relationship with women, but he's attracted to male, men and women sexually. And, um, he was just really open and he, you know, he kept open to take our time and he didn't rush anything and it was just cool and just laid back. That's not something I find a lot and I, ooh, I guess that's getting really personal. Um, that's not really something I'm finding right now, you know? Um, it seems like now I'm open, now I'm talking about my bisexual, my, um, me being my sexual openly now, it's like, okay, ain't nobody hitting me up or um, the people that I want to hit me up or the people that I'm going after. They Usually they be in a relationship, so I'm like, damn. It's like a, something that's always missing, you know? Now that I'm out and open now, ain't nobody talking about it. You know, when I was going to school, it's like, oh, is he gay? Is he this? Is he that? But now I'm open. It's, it seems like there's crickets and, you know, there's less support, honestly. If I'm being truthfully honest, there's less support on social media and it seems like kind of, you know, all the friends and all the people and all the people that said they supported you kind of went away. And even my loved ones, um, people I grew up with, they don't respond. They don't talk anymore. I literally just sent a text to somebody and said, hey, it's been a long time. I haven't talked to you. I hope all is well. I love you. I just want to say I love you. And I didn't get anything back. Um, and that stung a little bit, you know, even though me and this person aren't close. That stung a little bit because that was just a general conversation. But you know, some people aren't cool with you being yourself. Some people aren't cool that you're queer and that you're open about it. You know, in the black community, to me, in my opinion, in the black community, being queer is something that you want to hush. Being queer is something that you don't want to talk about. Like, oh, let's keep it a secret. Like, let's keep it on down low. I am all here for not having everybody in your business. And you know, I talk to y'all about my sexual experiences, but guess what? I don't do. I don't tell you any names. I don't give you too, too many specifics to where you would actually know who the person is. 
because even though it's my story, I still want to respect that person's privacy. So that's what I try to continue to do. Even though I'm out bisexually, I, I would like to not uh, make a sex tape, you know, but I know that's a risk because that's the time we live in, you know, people will be hiding stuff. So, you know, you, all you can do is really talk to people and um, have an understanding with people and take that risk. Whatever you do in life is going, you're going to take risk, you know, so I'm not willing, I don't want to, I don't want to be so damn far in my career in my life and I look like, I look back and say, damn, I did a lot of shit and I got a lot of money, but I was not myself. And I had to hide and had to duck and hide about my sexuality. I am all about telling my truth and not letting anybody else. And I'm grateful that when I did decide to tell my truth, it wasn't because like, oh, I'm about to tell you the truth. I'm about to do this. Because let me tell you, somebody tried to do that. Somebody tried to do that. And I was not here for it. I didn't know who this person. Yes, I did. Because this this person was dumb. And I honestly feel like this was... I feel like it was a God thing because so many people, sometimes, you know, people experience people trying to um, expose them, quote unquote, and they don't know who it is. This person was just ignorant. This person, I was on a dating app at the time and I had my name on my profile and how many black looks do you know? Um, So they pretty much figured it was me. At the time, I was not open, but at the time, I kind of didn't care. You know, I was kind of, I believe I was in the phase at that time where I didn't care. Like, I wasn't talking about it openly. But it's like when you're on dating apps, it's like you cannot have a picture, you cannot have your name. But I mean, people talk sometimes, people share. You know, you never really know. You know, you know that that you know that that's what could come with it. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm kind of in a place where I don't really care about having my name, or it was a time where I didn't care about having my picture on my profile. Um, Cause it's like if people want to talk about it, let them talk. You know what I mean? It's not something that I'm like, oh my god, you know. But that apart, that again was a part of my journey to being um bisexual and coming out you know i was getting more free and freer looking back i was becoming more free and wanted to talk about it um but this person they were like well hey luke and they had said my whole name hey luke sanders how you doing and i'm like who is this and how you know my name and all this stuff and they were trying to play games like oh i know what this is and well, no i know it's you and then they had the audacity to screenshot my um one of my social media profiles but this well, I'm, I'm gonna say Facebook because that's very important for what I'm gonna tell you next. They decided to screenshot my Facebook profile, but this dumbass, this person, I'm sorry, and no, I'm not sorry because it was very rude for them to, to to do that, and for them to go that far to know me personally, and for us to went, to have gone to school together and known each other for what six years at the time. We went to middle and high school together, so I just felt like it was super disrespectful for them to to do that, you know. And I hadn't I. This person, I had not done shit to. I hadn't done anything to this person. You know what I mean? Like, even if I had, it doesn't make it okay. But it's like, especially since any problem or any kind of words that we had hasn't been on me. So I just, I was definitely upset. And I was, I was pissed off. And I'm like, what the fuck? But let me show you how God worked. This person took a screenshot, but it showed how many mutual friends we have. And, you know, um, Facebook also shows you the, um, it shows you two other mutual friends. So it's like, okay, you have this certain amount of mutual friends. And it says, okay, and two of these names are some of the mutual friends that you have. So this dummy, I, so I went through my mutual friends. I went through the same mutual friends that we have. And I saw who who was on the same, um, who was on the same list. So I was like, okay, I'll go through this friend and say, okay, well, this person the same. And okay, I'll go through this. Because they had their initials. They had their initials on their account. They didn't have a picture. But they had their initials. They had either one or two initials. They gave. They had something that gave me a hint. 
So I went through all the friends, all the mutual friends. There was about 30-some of them. And then also the, the two mutual friends, I saw them. The one person that had the same amount of mutual friends and the same exact uh, mutual friends in that initial, I found out who it was. And um, you know what? I could have totally just went on there and say, or I, I don't even know if I did. At some point, I did take a screenshot, but I was like, I'm deleting all that because I don't want that negativity in my life. But I can't remember if I told them who they were or not. But I said, you know what? I said, my name is Luke Sanders and I am bisexual. I said, I'm not out right now because that's not where I am in my journey or something like that. But I said, my friends, my loved ones that are close around me know who I am and know about my sexuality. I said, I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. I'm on my journey just like everybody else. So I said that and I said some other things. I, I told them off in like a, what is a sophisticated, not sophisticated way, but like telling them off, but not telling them off at the same time, making them feel dumb pretty much because they dumb because I found out who they were. And this person, this person in high school, they weren't, they, mm, they tried to bully me. Um, they were really annoying and um, thought they were funny. Um, they were annoying, but at, you know, between some of it, there was a part of me that thought about them, because I was like, okay, okay, if he's doing all this, he might like me, and I was like, okay. There's, there's a moment in life, in time, in high school, where I kind of, I looked at them like, oh, okay, they're not so bad, like, okay, maybe, you know, or for a hookup or just a conversation, but I'm like, so you were annoying in high school, and you trying to expose me? I'm like, nah, bro, I wasn't doing that, that was just fucked up. Um, but I'm grateful for me to be in a place to tell my own sexuality. Not because somebody said they're going to, they got this and they're going to show this and they, they know this and they're going to, it was just simply because I was tired of not being my full self and I was tired of being a part of myself and still not being accepted <laughs> and still being judged for the color of my skin and the size of my body. Um, I was like, I'm, this is never going away. This is not been accepted. This is always something people have to say. Your age, your size of your body, your height, your color of your skin. Like, that's not going to go away. So why not be your full self? And I was like, you know what? 2020 is a full decade. I'm going into it as my 20s, my first decade as an adult. Screw it. So that's what I decided to do. But I'm really, really grateful to God that that was my experience. Because, you know, just in my opinion, I believe some of these um, celebrities that are coming forward as queer might be because somebody might be trying to expose them um if it's not you know hey but if it is hey whether or not i'm glad that they are because now they can be advocates if they choose to be for the queer community but i'm just really grateful that that is not my story i'm glad that i was able to come out because i was ready to come out so i'm super grateful for that but that's supposed to be a short speedy entertainment segment listen this is a whole different type of show like (laughs) trying to do segments out you know this is the first episode with new segments but y'all you know this show is just really a conversation so we're gonna see how these segments uh segments go if i decide to keep it keep them i'll keep them but we're gonna see so segment number two abc strahan sarah and kiki pose a question what advice did you refuse that ended up working out um I would say a bunch. I mean, ooh, uh, a lot of different things, you know? Don't start entertainment in, um, until you're grown. Don't Like, I started out entertainment 16, reading newspapers, performing at the Madam C.J. Walker building, doing radio, you know, starting to write um, different projects. So I started out pretty young. 
Um, I won't forget though. I, I my first ever radio interview. I had a lot of backlash from that. Let me tell y'all that. I had a lot of backlash from my first ever radio interview. Um, at the time, I was writing a project, and it was um, about my life. And whenever you tell your truth, sometimes, um, sometimes when you tell your truth, people will try to stop you. Some people might be a part of your story, and you do your best to not tell their truth. Um, but what I will say, I got there. And they were like the the, the, the staff, y'all. The staff that I, I got there, the receptionist. She said, "What are you doing here?" I said, "I'm here for my radio interview." She's like, "What are you doing here? You too young. You don't have no story to tell." Exactly. Exactly. Got on the microphone, told my story, talked about my project and um, the things I had coming up, and her mouth dropped. You know, so there's always been something that has tried to to stop me. But that's just what you're gonna deal with when you're when you're doing something unorthodox. And when you're doing something that's outside of the box and it hasn't been done, that's what's going to happen. And the other person, they were a part of the story, but I didn't even tell, like, hard details. And they they were livid. They were going off. Um, But, so, to go back to the question, without getting so deep, you know, my first wedding interview was a hell of an experience. Do not regret it because it was a start of something great. You know, I really had <laughs> a really great um, radio career after that, and um, opportunities in entertainment after that, so I'm super grateful for that, and I'm super grateful to that station manager who gave me my first radio interview at 16. Thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, so the advice that I refuse in working out, starting out in entertainment at 16, yep, I decided not to listen to them then, that's what I would say for that. And my return to entertainment media, woo, um, you know, been back with Luke's Crazy Journey, and Looks Like Chronicles is doing well, more TV partnerships, um, and opportunities, and even my other series that I've ended are doing well, and have announcements about those coming out, and I just did my first play, and have opportunities to do it again, and another show, and, um, to work at... Can't tell that. Okay. Well, another opportunity to do something um, in entertainment. That's what I'll say about that. And, okay. Let's start off with another segment. What? What? <laughs> I tried, y'all. My voice cracked. It's too early in the morning. All right. Luke's rant of the week. So, my rant of the week is finding other open minded, warm, genuine, and dope guys to be with. Woo, I forgot that I wrote that in there. Um, <laughs> um, you know, y'all want story time? Let's have story time, damn it. Let's not cut off the creativity, because I am feeling really chatty. So, y'all want to talk? Let's talk. Let's do it. Okay. So, right now, you know, I'm in Indianapolis. People ask me where I am and <sighs> where I'm staying at. Here's the thing. It's not about me being closed off. It's about... Us being in the same city, you're not doing nothing. You you ain't trying to hang out. You ain't trying to talk no business. You ain't trying to relate and have a conversation. You just want to know where I'm at, just to know. No. You know, somebody texted me. They were like, we're talking about something that happened with a mutual person in our life. Um, and it was kind of an emergency. It was kind of detrimental. So I was telling them, updating them. They had an attitude because they didn't know earlier. And they were sounding really pissy in text messages. And I ain't like dealing with that. I went about to go to bed with that, so I just called them, and they were pissy on the phone. And um, I was like, "Well, if you if you feel irritated, I said you sound irritated. I said if you're irritated, we can talk about it." 
and I meant that it wasn't like, oh yeah, if you irritate, like let me know, like what's up, like we could talk about, it. like it wasn't even like that, because I'm like somebody wants that type of energy, especially what was going on with that person, that mutual person, definitely did not needed to add the stuff because they didn't get notified what happened, and they still didn't do anything, they just wanted to talk. If you're not coming to help, if you're not doing anything to help, that's why I didn't call your ass because you're not doing nothing. Anyway, you just wanted to hear about it for what? You ain't doing nothing about it. But um. Yeah, so they asked me in the text message, okay, where you at, where you living, and I avoided it, because I didn't feel like, I'm not going to give you an answer if I don't feel like it. I have the right to not answer anything, and I'm not about to answer it. And then this person proceeded, when I called them, asked me again, I said, okay, straight up. I said, if I didn't answer it, then what makes you think I'm going to answer you now? Because I'm over people trying to make you talk about stuff, and like, no. Like, people are like, oh, you're so closed off? No, I'm not closed off. I'm just comfortable with the right people. And you, you ain't the right people, you know, you got to know who you, to be comfortable with and know who you've been comfortable with and how it's worked out. And that person, and it worked out well, you know, I don't owe you anything. People get that whole age thing, that whole age thing misconstrued. I don't owe you shit. I'm an adult just like you. And I don't have to tell you about my personal life. And I'm especially not going to tell you if you're not helping me out. Uh, but back to the Luke's look back to my rant of the week. Uh, because we're not about to get off the topic because of them. <laughs> Back to my... Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Back to my topic of the week. My, my rant of the week. Um, You know, it is hard finding other men to that are open-minded, warm, genuine, dope guys. And that's what I was telling the ladies from the place. So a couple of them. That's what I want. Um, looking, for, That's what I'm looking for in my next relationship. Oh, ooh, shit. Did I just speak that? Jesus. Okay, that's what I want um, when, I, when I'm starting dating. That's what I, I want. I'm open to dating now. So right now I'm taking dates. Um, and that's what I was telling them. But it's hard to find that. Everybody wants to, to talk to you real quick. Hey, what's up? Sign your DMs real quick and say, hey, let's meet up. And I'm like, I could, child, I could use a sexual excursion right now, but I'm not 18 and 19 no more. And I don't want those same things. I don't want... Um, a rush experience. I don't want, okay, just come here and just do that now. Leave real quick. Okay, come over here now. I got a few extra. Like, no, I don't want that. And I don't even necessarily, if we're doing a, a hookup, quote unquote, I don't even want something, because that's what it is. I don't want something deep. But I just want us to be two adults and say, okay, this is what I don't like. This is what I do like. Let's be consensual. Let's be respectful. Um, let's keep what happens here. At least not tell our names and share our, like, information. Um because everybody has the right to their stories but like let's not share too much um and tell each other what we're comfortable with and what we're not comfortable comfortable with and don't be an asshole you know and i, I know that's not hard because i've experienced that maybe once or twice um but whenever you tell people that oh well good luck with that well i never experienced that doesn't want to hear that that's your ass that's jaded and shit and i'm a, i'm a bit jaded too you know but they have more life experience and they probably have no shade, but probably have done more than I have. Um, so they're probably really tired, but I'm, I don't, I don't want that energy. I don't want that. I don't want your, <gasps> I'm tired of people telling me to be careful. I'm tired of people telling me, you know what I mean? Like I've been told to be careful so much. Like I'm not going to live in fear because things have happened to you and you don't want the, like, I'm, I'm all here for the advice and like, Hey, like just keep a lookout. Cause this happens. So I'm just trying to let you know, cool, easy breezy. But I'm not here like, oh, well, this happened to me. Oh, this happened to my son. He married the wrong person, and they, and they got a divorce. Now they got. I am not trying to hear that. I am 20. 
I got my own shit that I'm dealing with that I'm letting go. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is my most open and vulnerable that I've ever been. I'm out bisexual. As bisexual, I'm open to dating. I'm doing plays. This is my most free I've ever been. So I am not trying to have no extra weight on. I'm already processing shit that happened to me in the past. And I'm already moving on. So I don't want that extra shit. Um, and I'm not taking extra shit, but I don't know. I'm just going to continue to talk to other guys. You know, I've been talking to guys here and there. Um, one guy, without telling too much tea, is so weird because we went to this. And no, this is not Brandon, y'all. This is not Brandon, okay? <laughs> That's already said done. And thank y'all for listening to that story because it's also been a way for me to cut call and really let it go. I ain't really been thinking about it at all. You know, I just let it go, you know? Um... And so thank y'all for being good listeners because, yeah, I was done with that. But this is not um, Brandon. This is from a different uh, college. And it's so weird because we never met. We're from the same city. We went to the same school. Now he lives in a different city. And we um, we found each other kind of on social media. And it went through a mutual friend. It, like, it was so fucking random, y'all. So I've been talking to him for about, it seemed like, what, a month? Um... That's all I'm going to say about that right now, because I'm not trying to share too much, and I ain't trying to get giddy, because it ain't that. Luke, calm yourself down. Remember what this is, okay? It ain't nothing. It's just conversations. Conversations. Um, but yeah, it's been cool just to, you know, have conversations and talk about entertainment and talk about similarities and, you know, just different things. But I'm not going to share that story just yet. I'm going to have to wait on that one. And I also said I want to talk about what my body means to me. So, child, you know, being plus size isn't always a hard thing, and it it definitely isn't a good thing all the time. And I say definitely because of the world we live in. And then I also say it's not hard because we, the plus size community makes up a third, over a third, I believe, either just a third or over a third of the country. So, I feel like equal representation is very important, and specifically to the plus size community. Um... People make fat jokes. People might be salacious. Um, you might see more negative comments, or people might talk about more the negative comments. But things are happening and moving and shaking, y'all, in a plus size community. Um, my first ever magazine features were um, in, a pl- in plus size magazines. Um, things are moving and shaking. Um, you know, certain people might not want to talk to you just because of how you look. Certain people might not want to. Um, do certain stuff but child there are other people that do and what i'm trying to come i'm like okay don't like big people or plus size people um quietly talk about that shit yeah i have to get my tea i'm sorry or my apple juice because they need to know but through social media i'm like okay like i'm seeing people you know doing nude art and all these different things and that are from the plus size community, and they're men, so it's really cool, because it's really great to see other people like me, so that's what I do, I try to um, look for other people that are like me, and I'm like, okay, they're living their best life, they're free, and you know, and some people liking it, a good portion, it's not even about the likes and the numbers, but it's really cool to see other people just let go and be free, and this is the most, I feel like I've ever embraced my body, like, you know, I have my moments just like everybody else, but I'm like, I am, I'm here, like, even juggle with the ladies, like, I'm not here, like, they over here, I'm not... Like, I'm serious. I'm laughing. Like, like, like oh, yeah, I need to, um, well, maybe I can hide this in my boobs. I'm like, well, yeah, I already tried that. They be laughing. I'm like, y'all, like, y'all can, I am very, I will grab my chest in a minute, you know? 
you know, and I feel more comfortable to do with ladies because they, in my experience, they've been more open about it. But yeah, I grab my chest and I'll <laughs> squeeze them and I stick my tongue out and just have a good time. Like I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, feel bad about my body. You know, I'm like, yes, my thighs, my curves, my chest. Men likes these. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Okay, like they, people can say what they want to say. But people ain't been with who I, what I've been with. <laughs> See, I done got caught up. People ain't been with who I've been with, okay? And they be here, they be here for more than you. I'm like, damn, like, you teaching me some stuff about my own life. People, people here for y'all. So whether you're from, you're, you're a part of the plus size community, or you're a little thicker, or you, um, you don't feel like you look like how you, people say you should look like. Embrace your body, love your body, because... It's just your shell, you know, and your skin and your stuff don't, that ain't the stuff that you have sex with. So, there it is there. That doesn't stop you from having sex. So, hey, uh, a hole's a hole, a mouth is a mouth, a hand is a hand. Just saying, I ain't trying to be provocative or disrespectful. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, love yourself, okay? Remember to love yourself and you good and you dope. And follow other people that look like you. Follow other people that support what you want to be supported follow people who support what you want um who what you support follow the same people that support the things that you support and being plus size and being thicker or follow people that look like you that helps it helps to see that you're being represented um let me see oh yes and i also want to talk about i'll be happy yeah but people don't feel comfortable enough to let the first thing that comes out their damn mouth is that you're tall oh do you play sports like trick i am more than my skin color age gender sexual orientation and size okay like why are people so comfortable to talk about i just want people just to to remember that we're all humans like say hey say hey what's up something i'm like damn you're tall that is so annoying to me because you you feel like you can say i'm tall because you want to say something about my size no bitch okay no I'm tired of men, women, everybody in between. That is getting on my damn nerves. Oh, you play sports? Oh, were you a football player? Oh, you... No! Okay? My career, the things that I've decided to do, my extra... My ex, my um, curricular activities, my extracurricular activities that I chose to do in school, don't have anything to do with what I look, with what I look like! Okay? So, I'm gonna need y'all not to ask, or people to ask me, do I play sports? Because, no, I'm an entertainer. It's one one person trying to, y'all. They talking about, oh, you're an entertainer. He's like, oh, do you play the drums? Do I look like I play the drums? And listen, there are some dope drummers, okay, that have very uh, great and successful careers. But when she said it, I was, like, trying to deduce me. No, okay, I'm out here meeting Charlamagne the God and signing contracts and partner with uh, Channel Partners, Master P, and Ice-T, Okay. And having my show on multiple platforms and my show viewed over millions of times. Let's talk about that, okay? Let's not talk about how many sports I play. <laughs> like, come on now. I ain't afraid to read my, read my resume now. Like, this... <laughs> Chad, I'm open to talking about my resume now. Shoot. Don't even play on me. <laughs> Shoot. But, y'all, move to a lighter note because, yes, I'm just over it, you know? When you done with something, you just done. Like right now in my life, I'm ready to move from where I am. I'm ready to, to move on and meet some different people and not to let the people that I met 
recently in the past stopped me from wanting to be open and talk to other people because then I ain't enough time living my life. So I'm ready to move on. I'm just tired of the same old shit. Okay? So that's just where I am in my life. That's where the extra frustration come in and it being 2 12 in the morning. Um but yes, my next segment, y'all, my funny segment, last segment of the show. I didn't held y'all for about an hour, but we just having a dope ass conversation because I needed to get all this out. Y'all think y'all listening to me for my show? No, y- y'all my therapist. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Y'all my therapist. Y'all my fam, bam. Yep, yes. So thank you for sticking with your boy. We're gonna wrap it up with the segment, okay? So the second to last day of February, February 28th, I had a black networking event. And child, I I cut up a little bit. Um, it was a black network. It was a black networking event with people who are like me. That's all I would say because if I say more, I'd be giving more away. Um, and um, I got a little ahead of myself, and I was talking to he was now. I'd be like, oh yeah, just leave with your um, with what's in the inside and your vibe and your stuff. But I'm still human, so yes, people uh, who are physically attractive to me. They catch my attention. They, oh, he was, he was, he was yummy. He was, he was delicious. He was, mm, he was delicious. What do I say? Yeah, that. She, he was, yes, God. Freckles with some glasses, with some hair. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't mind preppy, nerdy. Like, I know people be like, well, what do you want when you're dating? I be just talking about the inside of stuff. And it's not like, oh, I'm desperate. Like, just give me whatever. I'll just take whatever. I just want to be open. Like, I feel like that's when you get the best results when you're open. But child, he was yummy, and he was um we were talking and he was we were talking about what we do and I was telling him I'm in entertainment and radio and TV and stuff like that and he was telling me that he's a fifth grade teacher and he was telling me um his students was kind of getting on his nerves and things like that but y'all wasn't no connection there you know I just thought he was cute so I ended up meeting somebody there it was a girl there and, and we um I guess at the time um she responded to my text hey sometimes that's what happened. Um, you meet people, you be a good moment, people forget to respond, it is what it is, um, but I do really get pissed off when it's professionally, because that's, that's stopping points from going to my bank account, that's when I really get pissed off, but, um, but no, we were just talking, we had a good time, and she, I was like, girl, this, we forgot we were at a networking event, like, this is really supposed to be, like, business casual, child, we was cutting up, she was talking about her ex, and um, her ex was there, and she was talking to his brother, and, I, and she was telling me why they broke up. I was like, oh, yeah, people feel so comfortable to tell me stuff. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to know this, but that was, I was like, okay. I'd rather know stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because it was like, it was kind of deep stuff, but it was funny, you know? Um, but people feel really comfortable to tell me all their business. Like, you, like a lot of the times, people are like, oh, why did I tell you that? I didn't mean to tell you that. Like, oh, gosh. Like, I guess that might be a good thing. Trying to make entertainment, child, interviewing people. It'd be good to have them open up. But people feel really comfortable to tell me stuff. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, I was telling her. I was like, and then this dude, this other dude, this dude was checking her out at the bar, child. I, I'm, when I say checking you out, I mean looking up and down, biting his lip. And she was like, oh, I think he's here. I was like, yes, girl, but he's checking you out hard. He's like, he over here biting his lip. I was like, girl, go over there. So then we walked out. And then we came back in. I'm like, girl, would you stop it? So we were acting like a high school. I'm like, you know, go over there and get his number and stop waiting for him. Um, so I was like, go, just go, 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 go. So your boy was a matchmaker and uh, she scored his IG. She got his IG. I was like, just get something. Get his IG, his Twitter, his number, something. So she got his IG. 
Um, and I don't know what happened, but I was like, just do it. Cause you, you don't want to go back in the moment. Like, Oh damn, I wish we would have done this. You know what I mean? So and she did it. She's like, I, don't, I didn't like that. Cause it made me uncomfortable. I was like, but now you know, but I was like, I don't, I don't know. If she was happy that I did it. <laughs> I think she was happy, but kind of mad. Cause I pushed her out of her comfort zone. But we really hit it off though. Especially for that being the time that we met, the first time we met. But child, and I didn't even drink anything, so I don't even know why I was being so, like, loose with my tongue, you know? Sometimes when I hang around people that have something to drink, I don't know if it's just mentally, but I kind of get loose, too. I don't, I don't, I'm like, what the hell? I don't even have nothing. Child, and when I say the, the guy who had freckles and glasses and stuff like that, and the, the teacher, child, he was standing right by us, like, right by us having a conversation with this other lady and a long periodically long conversation okay <laughs> go back to my um if i saved it or not go back to look p sanders and check out my ig story if i saved it um with the butt on my head with the uh sweater child that was that day he was talking to her for a long time and i was saying that like out loud like very loud i was like well well he was he wasn't talking to me that long but he was talking to her He's talking to her right now. This man is right by us. I didn't, but I didn't really care though. To be honest with you, I cared after. You know, I was like, did I really just do that? But I'm like, I really, I really didn't care because I'm like, he don't, he don't like. He didn't like me, y'all. It wasn't even like no signs that I got. I, I just thought he was cute, and my ass was trying to be just a smidge territorial, you know, puppy, puppy. I won't even say puppy love. I'll say puppy like. But y'all, he, he was scrutinizing. He was, he was. He was what Justin Bieber say? Got that yummy. But, uh, let me stop before they try to put a thing on my show. <laughs> um, but I had so much fun. I don't even want to stop the show. Like, I'm delirious, which is pretty much being high or um, tipsy to me. It's 2 something in the morning. Like, I, I didn't have a good time talking to y'all. Like, letting all the stuff out. Talking about the opportunities, my experience with the vagina, my logs, what my body meant to me, what my body means to me um queer and gender oh that's what i didn't talk about but yeah queer and gender um equality being back in entertainment media um but i do what i do want to say about gender equality is i feel like some people complain so much about the things they experience and the things that that the gender that they share with other people experience and they try to treat other genders differently based on the experiences that they've had and it's a part of being human but what i want to say is that how would you ever know that somebody's different than the people that you met like when are you ever going to realize that everybody's not the same way and when are you going to stop generalizing everybody you know that's my my thing like you so caught up in everybody being the same way and oh all of this all of this gender is the same way and all of this gender is the same way how are you ever going to find people that are not the same way if that's what you focus on? And that made me swallow my own medicine. Like, even, you know, talking about this and bringing this up, like, this has um, made me look at different things, things, different things, different things that I saw that's peaked out, that's irritated me and made me feel the way. It's made me come back and say, oh, shit, like, you're doing the same thing. It was like looking in the mirror. Like, don't treat people the same. Don't be closed off all the time because of the experiences that you seen and always want to hang out or usually want to hang out with older people because they tend to be mature but now i'm seeing that they are uh, the ones that i've experienced are jaded 
and younger people are not being mature. Like, don't treat everybody the same, you know, because I'm not the same. You don't want to be treated the same. Don't generalize everybody. That's what it reminded me to be more open-hearted and open-minded. And to not think everybody's the same. Like, oh, yeah, all these men and all. No, 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 no. Like, no, no. Mm-mm. You can't treat people the way that other people have treated you. Like, you can't, like... Let me make sure I say this correctly and clearly. If you want something different in your life than you've experienced, don't go into it treating those people the same way that you're used to people treating other people. Like, be open. Be open-hearted. Don't don't be bitter. Be open-minded. Be open-hearted. And I know that was aggressive, but, like, it's just like, how do you expect people to treat you differently if you constantly making innuendos and jokes, quote-unquote, but there's really a jab in them. It's really a joke on the square to just see how far you can go. How do you expect to find what you're looking for in a person, whether that's romantically or platonically? Like, how do you expect people to be different if you keep generalizing everybody? Like, that's saying, like, oh, all black people are this way. How are you ever going to find somebody who's different? Like, how... Don't generalize. So don't generalize people. Don't treat people the same way as other people have treated you all the time. So main message from queer and gender equality. Don't generalize everybody, y'all. I want to leave it off with that. Hey, and thank y'all for listening to my my delirious conversation at one two in the morning, y'all. But I love y'all so much that I decided to tape like pretty much right after the show in the two of the morning so i love you i love you i love y'all thank y'all for listening to luke's crazy journey make sure that you follow us at luke cj podcast on instagram twitter facebook youtube and teespring and follow your boy at luke p sanders on instagram facebook twitter and youtube until next time stay woke and spread love What's up? It's your boy, Luke P. Sanders, if you already didn't know, and here's a message from our sponsors at Buzzsprout. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. We use Buzzsprout to talk to people just like you. So start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Say what? You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop in other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world.